The world is not a happy place. A trip to the countryside means being torn apart by a pack of monsters. A good month means only one or two villagers have died painfully. Being fit and healthy means you still have half your working teeth. It's perhaps not surprising that children here are tough, cynical little buggers. Ask any kid if Santa is real and they'll laugh at you before they steal your coin purse. Of course not, idiot. The parents, however, know better. Wintermas has always been a day of celebration, a day to gather around the fire to drink and eat, but the presents are a mystery. Not long ago, beautiful little toys, sweets, and cookies started appearing in every house across the land, all labeled from Santa, every Wintermas morning without fail. Most people love these presents and accept it as a blessing, but there are others who see it as competition. It's the night before winter, miss. You're all huddled in the large stone archway of a tall and narrow five-story tower. The wind howls past and thick snow obscures your view beyond a few meters. A discreet brass sign on the door advertises, Happy Joy Toy and Tobacco Company, Northern Region Headquarters, Frosthold. Your interview is in five minutes time and it appears from the small crowd gathered that you're not the only one who has been selected for this job. As the Happy Joy Toy and Tobacco Company opens up uh, and starts letting everybody in for their interviews you all come in through the main entrance and you see that there are in the reception area there are motivational posters and adverts for dubiously virtuous happy joy products that line the walls an advert for a teddy bear that really smokes catches the eye as you guys have come into the reception area the receptionist looks up from her slate and chalk as everybody files in and she looks very unimpressed by all of you adventurers she calls you forward one by one and says i need your name in your class sir come here sir what's your name my name's nicholas krangle what do you do what's your profession what kind of adventurer are you oh i'm a soldier ma'am so you fight real good I'm a good fighter. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I'll put that down here. I see by your short, short stature that you are a dwarf, sir. Yes? I don't like labels, ma'am. Duly noted. Okay, just uh, go stand over there and wait for the elevator. I'll, I'll group a few of you up by your classes Wait, here. when I turn around, I see Adam's character. <laughs> Look at the little bunny. And I start walking towards you with my hands out. I'm coming at ya. Being very quick, <laughs> I like almost run circles around him, ducking out of his hands. <laughs> uh, sir, sir, please go, sir, Mr. Krangle, please go stand over there by the <laughs> by the lift. Sir, you're some sort of rabbit person. I whip my bagpipes off and give her a little bleep. As he's doing this, my character walks up slowly and with his cloak, because he just comes from out of the shadows and comes forward and uh, comes up with his cloak and just looks and stares at the dwarf and says, is this dwarf bothering you, Rabbit? No, he couldn't he couldn't quite touch me at all. Sir, sir, your name, Mr. Rabbit person? Dolph, running Dolph. Running Dolph. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put that on your name tag here and also what do you do? What I run quite well. Well, I mean, Very um, fast I am. what kind of skills do you have as an adventurer? I have been trained to be a monk to the level of 5. Oh, another fighty boy. And okay. I run very very fast. Okay. Quite, quite quick, I am. Well, why don't you go stand over by Mr. Krangle Constantly over there? Constantly running, I am. <laughs> why don't you run Wink in place the over there and let me process this next gentleman. Uh, sir, your name? My name, hmm, in which circle? Here, now? I just need a name hmm. to put on the badge. Well, in some parts they call me Dalen, and in some parts they call me Boo Boo, but that's irrelevant. In these parts they tend to call me, at this time of year, Uli T. Ida. Would you like me to spell that for you? Here, I'll, I'll just let you write it on the, the name tag. And she 
No, I want some spelling. E U L I I D E with a little hyphen above the E. Okay, got it. And what do you do, sir? What uh, what skills do you have? I am still in training to some extent, as I always am, but my skills are many, and I am good with a shimitar, I am good with a bow and a quarterstaff, and I am good with some dark arts, such as poisons. Uh, magic? Oh. And I do have the ability at time to change my form into any animal that I may see. So magic. Okay, why don't you go stand with the other two and the next elevator should be coming soon. It'll take you right up to... uh, What is an elevator? Mr. Happy Joy's. It's a little room that you get inside of it and the doors close. Hmm. And then... I do not like confined spaces. It moves and then you're on a different floor. I do not like confined spaces. How confined is it? Probably five feet wide by five feet. It's not that big. You have stairs. How long is this going to take? No. Do you have any vines? No. Get, a, get a running start. I can run right up that building. Uh, okay. Just Straight up the side, I say. The, when the doors open, step inside the car. It will take you to Mr. Happy Joy's office. Step I have more people time. that I have to process. Are the lights though, please, always move this, along. Are the lights along. always this bright? Yes. You've been told to get in and go up to Mr. Happy Joy's office. Do you do that? Or are we going to have a problem here? Oh, I walk right in. Do what I'm told. Did you go in? I hesitantly go to the door and look around the edges and then step in, quick pacing. Yeah. As I, I reluctantly, I watch the rabbit and I'm concerned for the rabbit's safety following the dwarf. So I, I go into the elevator and I say, dear, dear Mr. Dwarf, remember you cannot always judge a rabbit by the size of its teeth. I don't judge a few rabbit. seconds after you step on, the doors close and you feel a almost weightless sensation for a second as the elevators swiftly pull. I'm going to try to touch wheel through my bagpipes. To touch the rabbit? Yes. That's the squeal. Yes, I believe <laughs> you roll perception. Are you going to try and... to roll something? Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to try to covertly touch him? Yes. Oh, okay. You on the slide. I have to be You're sneaky. trying to grope me roll on the elevator. Like slide a hand. It'd be like a dexterity. Pervert. No, I want to roll stealth, yeah. I got a seven. And what am I rolling? Perception? Yeah. I got a 19. Oh. That's the squeal. Did I get a touch in before you noticed, though? Or does that mean I don't get to touch him? I mean, that's really up to you guys. <laughs> I'm okay with her, like, brushing. Would you let her touch you? I got, no. Like, oh, or him? The tips of the hair. Yeah, and, and like, then it I... was so unsatisfying. <laughs> and then I bagpipe squealed her. Oh, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, Mr. Running. <laughs> I look at you with very angry eyes and give you a low, angry moan to my pipes. With that, with that voice, are you a female or a male dwarf? A male dwarf. Okay. Nicholas Krangle. <laughs> I should have been a woman. I thought it'd be funny if you did that voice. Maybe we should retcon. If you did that voice, but you're a woman. I don't ask my Santas how they identify. They could be uh, non-binary. You never know. It could be. Maybe now I'm Crystal Krangle. Crystal Krangle's good. But keep the same gruff voice. Yes, I'm Crystal Krangle. (laughs) There, I'll put that in. Now I'm a girl. Yeah. What was Santa (laughs) Fucking sweet retcon. (laughs) I love it. But anyways, the elevator comes to a pretty fast and abrupt stop and the doors slide open and you see a large office on the other side of the door not even looking i step out and start pacing i need to be outside the confined space there is a large painted portrait of a smiling man in a purple suit holding a bunch of colorful balloons a small plaque underneath it reads quentin happy joy senior founder happy joy family toy company 
The far wall of the room is entirely taken up by a large window through which you can only see snow blowing past. The only item of furniture is a dark mahogany desk holding a neat stack of parchment, a magical Newton's cradle, and a slate tablet. In front of you is the grayest man you have ever seen. This is Quentin Happy Joy Jr., corporate businessman before his time. He looks to the three of you. Wait, when I step off the elevator. Okay, go for it. <laughs> well, what's fun, I'm gonna do it again. I get in and push the button to go back down. <laughs> I quickly step off. That was literally the worst experience of my entire existence. I don't think I like elevators either. Not not, not my cup of tea. The, the door's close and Quentin Happy Joy Jr. Nick. says, well, could you, oh. He well, had an appointment. We're going to have to wait until they get back up here. <laughs> I pushed only all take a the minute. buttons. <laughs> About 15 <laughs> minutes later, the doors open up. It's you guys again. Sir, please, ma'am, please. Ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, please get get off the elevator. Come here, come here, please. Welcome back. Okay. What, what, do, we, what do you say? What's up? <laughs> Look. Uh, I believe someone has been on the dwarfish ale a little early today. So, oh, never. I uh, never drink that stuff. <laughs> Excuse it's me. Bad for you, my mother ex ex said. Um, excuse me. Yes. I have called you all here to help with a project my company is launching. We have a lot of competition in the holiday toy business from someone who this is might come as a shock to you is very real. Is Santa Claus? I know most people think he's just <gasps> a myth, but he's very real. <gasps> he lives up at the North Pole. Before you get too excited, what I'm going to need you to do is uh, go to his factory and... Uh, I've met him once before. I need Honestly, to he's overrated. Well, we're doing a little bit of uh, corporate espionage, if you will. I'm going to need you to find out how he makes and distributes his toys, steal and or disable the way that he does this, if possible, and maybe kill him, and then come back to me afterwards and you will get a grand reward. I will give each of you 250 gold payment up front now and a further 750 gold upon completion. But if you run, you That's take this 250 run, gold run, run real good. and try real to quick. not do this, I will take that other 750 gold and place a bounty on your head. Mr. Gray, you said your name was? My name is Quentin Happyjoy Jr., sir. Mr. Yes. I I do not hope you have brought me here under the premise that you can buy my services for sheer gold. That is not, and I am not swayed by any of your worldly trinkets. Oh, you also have the I was told honor that if and, I came here, I would uh, be able to find the best herbal medicines and and things which to smoke to ascend to higher planes. Oh, oh, you want drugs? Okay, yeah, we can get you drugs. We got plenty I of drugs. I think it's we, called pipe weed. And I, I mean, in we my are circle, a, we sometimes smoke it and use it to see higher worlds and planes. We are a tobacco company as well, sir, and one of our uh, finest smoking leaves, not readily available to the public, will be at your disposal when you come back with successful completion of this mission. I would like to unscrew a portion of my bagpipe and pull out a little bit of leaf and give it to Dave. <laughs> just, just to get you through, you know? And this is why we always look after the animals. So now we have sent some scouts to Santa's home in the North Pole, but none have returned, and we've only received just the briefest of notes by Sending Stone. The entrance lies in a glacial crevasse there are patrolling flying creatures of some kind, enchanted holly barbed wire, and candy mines along the top. And there was something unclear about a no man's land approaching it. That, so, that's quite fun, because 
That's that's not a man, and that's not a man, and I'm a rabbit. I guess you'll probably be fine then. Do you have a means of transportation from here to there? Yes. Please do not say it is a lift or an elevator. No, you can have. You have one hour to collect anything you need for this mission, and you will go to the town square. I would like to take you. That's not possible. You said anything. Anything of yours that you already own, or maybe if you want to go buy some more new weapons that or is something. Quite a large caveat. Anyways, in one hour, meet up in the town square, and you will be teleported to the North Pole by some of our corporate mages. Teleportation? Quite safe, is that? People teleport every day. It's totally a normal and totally cool thing to do. You'll also be given a snow globe that can create a temporary portal back here to Frosthold. So once you are done with your mission, you can smash the snow globe and return right back here. Okay? So he ushers you out of his office and you see there is a actual set of stairs that you could have taken <laughs> and he gives you the choice of either going down the stairs or going in the elevator i um, open up the staircase and run up and down the stairs like four <laughs> times okay. you all lied quite a lot dalen otherwise known as ulti'd he does neither and turns in wild shapes into a a eagle and flies out the window. <laughs> I get in the elevator and push all the buttons. <laughs> so I assume you spend the next hour just hanging out in the elevator going I just, up and down. Until I open one and see them, however long that takes. Uh, about 45 minutes into your uh, great elevator ride, you get back down to the reception area and two security guards immediately enter the elevator and grab you and drag you out. And they're like, this is the only elevator we have for the whole building. <laughs> You see there's a big backlog of people lined up waiting for the <laughs> elevator. It's like, all these people have to get to their jobs and their interviews. What are you doing? We're in the elevator. You want to come too? No. <laughs> they pull you off and push you out the door. So, so like, <laughs> this whole 45 minutes, the elevators stop at every floor that you push a button on. <laughs> so, like, the door opens and there's just this dwarf standing in the middle of the elevator. <laughs> ho, 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 ride the elevator with me. And everybody's just like, like 20 fuck no. <laughs> Everybody just looks at him. I'll take the next one. I feel this there could be like, a next one. This whole thing could be some elvish or human or any other race than dwarf PR. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so about an hour later, the three of you meet back up in the town square and you see that there's other groups that have been put together. Everybody's just being constantly teleported out. Dalen's just um, standing in the middle of the square with his arms at his side and his cloak kind of half up his hood. Not a bird anymore. He's just dead forward. He's just looking straight ahead, just waiting patiently, silently. So the... Three of you, as you, you meet up, before you can even say anything to each other, a group of corporate mages come over and just hit you with a teleport spell. And as you land in a flash of light, your first view is of snow and ice. As you look up, an icy plain stretches out in front of you. A bitter wind is howling. It's dark, but your way is lit by the stars, the full moon, and an incredible aurora above. About a kilometer in front of you, a huge cliff of ice stretches hundreds of meters into the air. A wide, jagged crevasse cuts into its face. You can see many figures in the distance in front of the opening, but none appear to be moving. You notice the largest of these figures begin to shift as you approach. It turns to face you, and even from almost a kilometer away, you can see that it has coal eyes, a carrot nose, three blue gems in a line down its chest, and two arms carved along its sides. It appears to smile widely. Whoa, look at the cute little guy. This is so much 
much fun, you guys. Also, as you are approaching these figures in the dark, you're coming across the remains of dead bodies here and there. Oh, I don't even notice. <laughs> Dalen's like, not another one of these. Crystal, I think you might be quite too trusting in this situation. That, that thing down there might have nefarious intentions towards us. Oh, yeah, as you, no. As you get closer, you see that there is about 50 figures standing in rank and file in front of this opening with the biggest one at the rear of them. Are you going to just run up in there? Are you going to try and sneak past? Are you going to attack? What's what's going on here? I look at Crystal and Dalen and say, did that old man say anything about an army of small creatures? How big are these things? They're dwarf size. So like four feet tall. I they guess I shouldn't like, be a heightist. Like uh, fighting figures. How, how good of a sneaking are, are the two of you? I, I could get past that, I believe. But not one to leave a fellow behind. But you're not fast. No. Not as fast as I. Mask of the Wild. I just don't remember what the hell that does. Does anybody want to like check any of these figures out? Approach. Oh, I do. Okay. Like a moth to a flame. Slow down, I wolf. approach. <laughs> while you two are like trying to formulate no, a while, plan, while, she just walks off. I see off. her walking <laughs> off, I would like to stealth. What's the approach we're going down? So it's a, a flat plane ahead of you with 50 figures in the way between you and the. Okay, then I'm at least going to try to, try to flank into. to the side away from her blatant approach. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Roll me stealth. Oh, Crystal, down. as stay you. Walk up to the nearest one of these figures. You see that it's just a inanimate snowman, and it's just blank lump of snow in the shape of a person. Oh, I hug it. Well, you hug it. You but hear, I squeeze it too tight. You hear a voice say, "Oh, welcome to Santa's workshop." I get scared I'm and back frosty. away. <laughs> How may I help you today? Oh, did we're... you know winter misses tomorrow? Oh. oh, that's tomorrow already? You have to wait for your presents. Oh. You can't just come in here oh. and take them. I never get any presents. Uh, Where are you guys? Here, I take it off. Are you still there? Crystal, hearing that, Dalen is actually struck back and slightly saddened. You see, his, his eyes are pretty hollow and purple glowing, but now they just look slightly softened for a second and he stood at you. And so he pulled down his hood. And then he leaned down and he picked up some uh, snow, I assume, off the floor. Yeah. And he hands it, it to you and says, there you go. Now you've had a present. Oh, 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 oh thank you. I roll it into a ball and I throw <laughs> it at the nearest snowman. That's not frosty. You see that it connects with the snow, the back of the snowman's Do I have to apparent roll head. To, for how good I hit? What would that be? Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to let you just... I want to roll. Okay. <laughs> Play a D and D. What do I roll? A uh, range. No, a range attack. 14? Yeah, hits. Oh, um, thank you. That was fun. As it hits, the head of this snowman rotates around, and you see that there are burning coal eyes in its face. Ooh. And Frosty says, Ooh. Well, I was going to ask you to leave, but now it seems that we are going to have a problem. You just couldn't help but spoil the magic of winter, miss. Hmm? Another snowman immediately to his left head spins around as well, and the three of them start to approach you. I'm going to need everybody to roll for initiative. Oh, oh that's crap. You're probably going to go first. I have plus one. Oh, plus seven. And now if Santa's bad, that's going to... That's what's, that's gonna, what's gonna put you into me. a rage. I'm like, Santa's You're up first. You've got bad. Big Frosty. He is... A big boy. How tall is he? It doesn't say. Oh, large construct. So he's like 10 feet tall. 
And big he's dude. towards the back of his army, correct? I'd say they are a good 20 feet away from you. Because I've flanked to the right of where Crystal is talking to the yeah. snowman up front, right? Yeah. Can I do a perception check on my turn to see how many of these other snowmen are animate? Yeah. 19. It doesn't seem like any of them are. It's only the two with okay, Frosty. Okay, is that the use of my turn? Well, yeah, because it's a, a ability. So, yeah. Yeah, Crystal, you're up next. I am going to attack recklessly. Like you live your life. <laughs> so you just run I towards them? I get advantage them. on melee weapon attack rolls using strength during this turn. But attack rolls against you have advantage until your next turn. Okay. Are you attacking Frosty or his snowmen? How many snowmen are there? I'm going to plus Frosty. attack the second one, the one I didn't hit with the snowball. All right. 12. That hits. Sweet. I hit him with my hand axe. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Do I want to use my war hammer? I want to use my war hammer. Roll me some damage. Okay. 23. 23 points yes. of damage? Yes. So you run up and swing wildly and take a big chunk of snow out of the side of this snowman, and Eddie shrinks back a little bit. Do you you don't like well, do I disengaging get a or anything? Second or? attack. Oh, I have you? extra attack. Okay, you go smash him again. Whenever you take the action, I found it. You attack were right. action on your turn. Yeah, uh, roll another attack. Fifteen. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. But this one hits. Frosty, because he, like, I swing back around and it hits ah, him. Because okay. you're swinging wildly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I mean, that does hit. Reckless. Oh, ow. Yuletide. 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 I don't understand. Yuletide. You can just call me Yule if you like. Yule. Yule. So you got this dwarf just, like, getting up in their shit. Yeah. Okay. So is the you got tree- a rabbit sitting back just looking at it. Do we have tree lines? Thinking co- we, is there, like, a clear in here and then a tree line? Uh, no. There is the. Big wall of ice with the crevasse that you're trying to get into. The top of the wall is being patrolled by flying reindeer. Yeah. There's barbed wire all over the place. Like okay, it's, a, it's pretty a, nor- a pretty normal, <laughs> pretty normal, normal battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Arctic Circle type of situation. Why is it always so hostile up here in the North Pole? Every time I come up here, something happens. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to stand back and I'm going to just mutter a few words in uh, Druidic and then I'm going to spring my left hand forward while my quarterstaff is behind my back and I'm going to cast Fairy Fire and a blue tinted light is going to go around everything within a 60 foot range that's hostile and is a dexterity save and throw otherwise stuff happens. So we got a 14. Mm, that will save. That's one of the animated snowmen. I'll say the one on his left that is not currently engaged. And then Frosty and the other snowmen definitely fail. It's okay. like a, a five and a six. Okay, cool. So yeah, any attack roll against an affected creature object has advantage if the attacker can see it. Okay. And the affected creature object cannot benefit from being invisible at this time. So that's up to a minute. Uh, they can't go invisible, and the attacker can any of the other attack people attack if they have advantage right now. Okay. Uh, I was very confused when you said fairy fire because that just sounds like fire spell, man. <laughs> no, it's fairy fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. They okay. glow mm-hmm. and stuff. It's pretty. Um, it's like an aurora. Yeah, you're Ooh. surrounded by fire. Yeah. So Blue. Frosty looks down at Crystal swinging wildly at the base of him and he swipes down with one big snowy arm and does an 18 hit my armor class is 14 oh yeah that definitely hits oh man okay so yeah he hits you with both so that is 
Fifteen. He pummels you with melee hits. So I'm, I'm pretty sure you have. Well, you're not raging right now, are you? No, and he has advantage, you know. Oh, because of the reckless. Because of my recklessness. Well, maybe I should. Uh, no, no. He, he still hits you with both, though. He does thirty damage, <laughs> smashing into you one side of your face with one hand. At the same time, he's smashing in with the other hand, sandwiching your face in between his fists. He turns his attention from you and looks out at a Yule T-eyed mm-hmm. and two beams shoot out from his eyes mm. and land on you. You're going to need to make a constitution saving throw. 14. Oh, you just got it. <laughs> All right. As these rays are hitting you, you're able to dodge off of them and you see the spot where they hit on the ground behind you instantly freeze over. I say that was not very cool, snowman. Frosty then melts into the ground and pops up 20 feet away next to Running Dolph and is now standing over him. The other two snowmen attack in unison, Crystal, because <laughs> you're right there. The first one swipes at you twice, missing both. He's the one that got a big chunk of snow missing out of the side of him. And the other swipes at you once feebly and then rears back and gets you a good uppercut right, right to the chin. It's going to be 14 points of damage. Oh, I'm dying, guys. <laughs> you just got your really? You just ran in there. Really? Ah, I got to 11. fucking blah, blah. Whoop. And then, Dolph, it is your turn running, Dolph. I'm going to use a combination of a couple things. So you have Frosty standing over you right now. I know, but I'm quite fast. <laughs> you want to see speed? So being I'm very quick, I'm going to run forward about five feet and use my rabbit hop. Okay. Once during each of your turns, when you walk at least five feet, you can hop, rolling a D12 and moving that many feet in a direction of your choice. This extra distance doesn't cost movement, but you can hop only if your speed isn't zero. As, as Dalen starts from the side to see this unhappening, because he's just watching this side to side with his eyes, 12. he yep. sees that he's about to prepare to hop, and he goes, hop, my friend. Okay, so hop that's like 12. Wind. At the five-foot mark, we're jumping 12 feet in the air. Okay. Spinning. Okay. That's my rabbit. This looks really cool <laughs> And using so far. Breath of the Dragon. Oh, shit. To shoot a 20-foot cone. Damn. Starting at the top of our hop at 12 feet, which is right above Frosty's head. Yeah. Pointing down. And just burn his face so we off. Cook his cook all the way down. Okay. Okay. Do I have to roll like a deck save or something? Breath of the Dragon. If you take attack action, you may replace one of your attacks with a breath weapon. Inflicts 2d6 damage of acid, cold, fire, la, la, la. Your choice. Each creature in the area must make a deck save, d12 taking half damage on success. Uh, That's going to be an 11 from me, which I'm pretty sure does not save. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you rolled two no. Oh, you rolled two nat ones? And there's no advantage anywhere. You have advantage. I gave both of you advantage. Oh, yeah, you You're both have advantage fire. right oh, now. So that's yeah. being and rolled again. Oh, against two of them, not one of them, one of them not. It's the attack game. Frosty got it, and the other one. Don't I have to roll others. a d20 first yeah. to see if it attacks? One of them, he failed. To see if the attack hits? No, no, no. He didn't save. Okay. So, so he didn't get out of the damage. way, but yeah. I'm counting that. Uh, that's an 11. So I'm not you... done after that. Okay. <laughs> okay. You see that it melts most of his face off, and now you see that underneath the snow is a skull, and you singe the skull a bit, and he's like, now it's time to get serious, motherfucker. Dalen was getting a pipe out to start smoking it as he saw the rabbit getting ready to hop, and he had full faith in this rabbit's ability. Yeah. And now he's he's just pulled the pipe away from his mouth a little bit again. You are a crap <laughs> team player. By the way, <laughs> uh, that did double damage. Okay. So you're still not done, though, so you've 
breathed fire right in his face, and are you going to do something while you're still coming? I'm going to use patient defense. You can spend one key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action on your turn. <laughs> so basically, I'm jumping back. So you, you hop up in the air, do a quick spin, breathe a bunch of fire in his face, and then use the fire to propel yourself back out of combat. Just like, ha-ha! Like I said, awesome. this would look right. awesome if it was animated. Crystal, you're feeling a bit worse for wear. Oh, yeah. A little, little woozy, maybe. You now just have a single... No, you have the two snowmen in front of you. One of them is looking pretty bad. He's got a chunk missing out of the side of him. The other one's still pretty fresh, though. So. If you mm. rage, does that heal you at all? I don't want to rage yet. I can only do it once. You're at 11. We can rest before we get to Santa. I need a long rest. We're going to take a long rest. Yeah, sure. It'll be a cigarette break. Dalen's already started. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to need a long rest so I can recover. I have heal wounds. Do you want to step to Santa at an 11? We're going to need we a long got, rest. We got, this. we got this. Don't worry. I... Mike tossed his crystal. Well, no, we'll be fine. We'll heat her up. She'll be fine. He's a druid. He's got some sort I got of healing, some healing shit. Okay. I'm like kneeling on the ground, breathing heavy. And then he says, he calls, he says, he swears. Yeah. It says motherfucker. And it get, that's I'm like, not in the that's a bad word. And I stand up. And I open up my fanny pack and I pull out a twisted tea and I chug it real fast and my muscles grow three sizes. <laughs> and I enter a rage. So yeah, you're now in a twisted tea infused rage. Yeah, and then it says I can do frenzy. It says I get a single bonus action on my each turn after this one. But then I get one level of exhaustion. I'm really going to need a rest after You this also guy. have advantage right now. Yeah, because of the fairy mm -hmm. fire. Okay, so I am just going to attack him with my Warhammer three times. Uh, the, the worse off snowman or the better off snowman? Well, I'll start with the worst off. Okay. So I got yeah. 20. Oh, that definitely hits. So I hit him with my Warhammer. And then I get to roll two more times. Yeah. The first hit is 11. Do I kill him yet? Uh, yes, actually. You hit this snowman that's got a chunk missing out of the side of him already. And it just cuts him in half. Okay. And the top half melts away as it flies off. And the other snowman looks very I swing very around and hit the other snowman for seven. Seven points of damage? Or yeah. did you did you roll and attack it? Yeah, with my Warhammer. She oh, hit. I got 19. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you also have advantage. So then I hit him for seven, and then I'm going to do it again. Okay. Oh, this one is only Does she have to roll nine. another attack? Because she's already attacking this guy. Yeah, every attack you nine. have to roll an attack roll. You have advantage against him. You can oh, roll. yeah. 20! See, there we go. Okay. <laughs> so now double damage. So 30. Holy shit. Yeah, she you, polished off. <laughs> you literally in two swipes just yeah. warhammer down on the top of this snowman and just smash it into a puddle. Got well it. done. <laughs> and then lean on your warhammer and like breathe hard while you while He you was wait. a snowman, snow more. Yule TI'd. It's your turn now. Okay, so the only one left is Frosty, right? Yep. With and a skull head. His uh, face is completely burnt away and he's just got a gnarly skull sticking out in the front of his face. Your warhammer... I just want to know, so does your wall hammer, is it entirely metal or is there any other thing on the handle? I think it's wrapped with leather. It's wrapped with leather? Yeah. All right. Um, seeing that, well, a good job you've done at snow killing Frosty. I was about to cast something else, but now I'm going to switch it. And I'm like, hmm, 
Crystal's not so bad after all when she's not <laughs> distracted by buttons. I will cast just a simple level two spell called Heat Metal, and I will, Ooh. as I trust that your leather on your hammer is pretty good. What it does is anyone in my, within a 60 foot range, I can choose an object to which I jump forward and I push my hands forward. Again, I rinse some druidic words, and then I touch the floor with my right hand, and then I cast this little beam of light that comes shooting over, and then it immediately makes your hammer glow hot, white hot. Your, your hammer so is So it's specific to hot. her hammer. It's okay. not anything and everything yep. in the range. Okay. Correct. Okay. So and now you get a hot hammer. Yeah. And any creature in physical contact with the melt object itself will take 2d8 of fire damage but for up to a minute. You yeah. would have to do okay. a spell saving show flow if, it, if the handle was metal, but as long as the handle's not metal, she's not in contact with the metal. Okay. Mm. Yeah, is totally. my interpretation of now that <laughs> so, so yeah, you're... Uh, your hammer glows hot. Do you say anything? I'm like eyes wide and mouth wide open, like staring at the Ooh. light. Oh. Probably like some northern seal leather too, so there's extra insulating properties in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, certainly. Most certainly. <laughs> Frosty sees this and he sees the death of his two snowman friends and he lets out a primal roar and melts down into the ground and pops up directly next to Running Dolph. And he, he looks at you and he says, you melt my face, I'll freeze yours. And the two beams of cold energy come shooting out of his eye sockets. And I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. So I'm going to do, I'm just trying to find a cheat out of it. Or I mean, technically it hits you no matter what. It's the constitution saving throws to see if you withstand it. So 19. So you take the full blast of this cold ray, but... On a 19? Well, you, I mean, it hits you no matter what, but the warmth from your draconic magic stuff that you have going on inside of you keeps you warm enough that you don't take any damage. He then gets very mad that you've withstood this and makes two unsuccessful attacks. You're too fast for him. He, he tries to punch you a couple of times and you, you jump out of the way. Uh, and now it's your turn. Quite fast. I'm going to need to know the stats for my boomerang at this point. I'm not going to throw it directly at him because how far is he in relation to me at this point? He's standing above me again. Oh, he's like, yeah, like five feet away. I'm going to throw it. Basically, if he, me and you were there, I'm going to throw it there. So it what, comes around and hits him in the back of the head? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I have stunning strike. Okay. If that does hit, I'm going to spend one key point to make the target stunned until the end of your next turn if it fails a con saving throw. And while the boomerang is in basically action... In, in well, you're going to have to make a attack roll for the boomerang first. We still have advantage because of fairy fire? Yep. Ten turns that will last. Oh, that's... What, Ten what individual you, turns. That's a 19 before any adds. Okay, Did yeah. Add anything that's definitely it? a hit. Okay. Oh, hey, he has to make a constitution saving or Oh, he does not. So yeah, he's going to be stunned when it hits him. But anyway, so yeah, it's in flight as you do something else. Yeah, but I'm rolling the damage for the boomerang right now. Oh, okay. That's a six. Okay. While it is in flight, I'm going to do two. Can I do? I can do at least one unarmed strike. Yeah, okay. Because I've already yeah, used one stuff. key point for this. I'm only going to use one unarmed strike, and it's going to be like a jump and double kick with the legs. Nice. All right. Propelling myself backwards again. Okay. Go ahead and roll for that. That's one... Well, the attack roll, 10 advantage, 16, and that's 1d6 plus 4, 7. 
So that's seven from the kick and six from the boomerang. And then he's stunned till the next turn. Yeah, so you you jump up, throw the boomerang, it goes flying around, and as you're midair, you kick him in his stupid skull face, and then the boomerang comes around and catches him in the back of the head and knocks him forward again and stuns him, and you successfully disengage from him. Crystal, you've got running D fighting Frosty about 20 feet away from you. You're still enraged, and now you have a glowing hot hammer. What do you want to do? What a, what what about all those other 50 snowmen? They're not people or they're not animated. Oh, I checked they're that just out. fake. You okay. might not know that though. Yeah. Well, can they I get over yet. there? You got 30 feet. Okay, so I'm gonna puff and puff and run over there. Yeah. Okay. Just gonna attack him the same. Another nat 20. Okay, so first hit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's it's double damage, by the way. So 16. Okay. And the second one, 19. Oh, it hits. Yeah. Oh, there we go. What was the first one? A zero. Nine. So 15. A zero's 10. No, this has a 10. No, that one was a zero. I think those yeah. are different dice. The zeros on those are 10s. <gasps> are you serious? I've been rolling 10s yeah. and... Yeah, the, those are 10s. <laughs> so like 26, you say? Sure. All together? But I get a third roll, don't oh, I? Okay. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, yeah, you get three strikes. I'm yeah. doing my frenzy attack. Ah. So that's a 17 for the third hit. Okay. So that is 30, 45. I can't math right now. That's a lot because whatever it was is also doubled again because it's heat damage. So you just did 80 fucking points oh, yeah, of damage. 2d8 ex- extra. Awesome. Oh, 2d8 extra? Yeah, it's only 2d8 extra. Oh, well, you need to roll 2d8 more, but even then, it's still for it's, each it's fire damage. Think. Hang on, let me double check that. Let me bring that up for you That's guys. That's 3, 5, 11, and 12. 12. Or with just the heat damage. 17, 27 heat damage. How much? Lots of damage. What's his total? So that's still like 70 something total. What's his total? He starts out at 78. Dead. And he's already been hit a few times. So you you like, run up and just kill. fucking smash the shit out of him it's with like this hot hammer. Dead to the fifth power. <laughs> and yeah. all that's left to... is a yeah. melted puddle with this skull in it. And he's just like, oh, what a world. And then I kick his head. And at that point, the hammer actually dispels from being hot. I would have to re-boost um, it. Okay. Oh, okay. It says here. Yeah, I leave my rage. I'm like, oh. oh, sorry about that, guys. I got a little angry there for a minute. Quite uh, nice little dust up, I thought. After defeating him, you have a moment to retake stock of yourselves. You seem to be pretty safe for the moment. You don't really have much shelter, and it looks like if you go into the crevasse, you're probably going to be in the thick of it Can again. we just go shelter, like, next, next, to, the next wall? to the wall? Dalen uh, walks totally. out into the space, takes his takes his cloak off and his cravat and puts it at the side, and then he kneels down in the snow, and he draws a great big circle around him, and then he's just sitting there looking semi-prone while he's uttering some druidic words. All right, so yeah, you guys can take a long rest. So yes, I need a long recharge rest. Recharge yourselves. Do I get heal to yourselves. heal? Yeah, I want to say uh, that's what your hit dice are for. Okay, how many times? I give roll? both of them their portraits, their headshots. <laughs> nice. You should have... 5d12? Yeah, so you but can just how? roll 5d12 and add that. Well, yeah, we probably won't be taking another long rest. Let's put it that way. So just blow up. the basic cure wound spell. So I'm at 38 now. Do you need any more than that? My max is 55. I mean, I can use cure wounds, right? Yeah. I've got to be in combat to use that. Well, I just say you guys 
Alpha. Heal up. We have health potions. Yeah. Yeah. I punch yeah, you in the I face so you can use heal wounds. Heal up. It's a long rest. We're going to be getting into another fight here works? in a minute, so I don't mind if you guys... Because we're in combat. Tag one for the up. team. But yeah, so you guys have successfully defeated the shit out of Frosty, taken a nice little long rest, healed yourselves up, and as you step into the crevasse, you see a long passage before you, starting wide and tapering to a point from which a dim glow emanates. Whilst it is mostly dark, floating ethereal winter mist lanterns illuminate patches of the path. Taking a step forward, the sound of the howling wind becomes muffled. It's replaced by a far more ominous sound. A deep, low rumbling, as if the ice were moving. A chip of ice falls from above, and you see shadowy shapes flying overhead. They don't appear to have spotted you. The ice walls, however, are moving very slowly together. You need to hurry, and would guess you've got not long before this cavern closes entirely. So, what I'm going to have you guys do, this section is a race against time. So... We have to run. Run, run, Rudolph. I'm going to have you guys make a group athletics check. So have everybody roll Dex athletics. power of three. Oh, I got 18. Nine. 21. I'm not a very athletic rabbit. <laughs> so as you start to run through this crevasse... Got a sore ankle, see? Running Dolph starts to fall behind Crystal and... I can use step of the wind. Yule T-I'd have to pull you along as they do the bulk of the running here, unless you got something. If I use step of the wind, I can spend a key point as a bonus action on your turn, and jump distance is doubled. So whatever we're running could be done. You get up and run real good. True. But I mean, I assume it would double whatever I did run. As you reach the end of the cavern, you can see where the glow is coming from. There's a crack in the ice about 10 feet wide and 20 feet tall. A gentle light shines, and you can see snow falling slowly beyond. Look, guys, there's a kraken in the ice. It would seem you found the entrance to Santa's grotto. So, Crystal, you are not very stealthy. Oh, no. No, I tend to trip on stuff and break stuff sometimes or make a lot of noise. That is my point. I do not see any way to resolve this situation. So you guys don't really have much of a choice. You have to kind of run up and hurl yourselves through these, this portal as the uh, crevasse closes in behind That sounds you. disgusting. And as you step through the wall, the scene changes immediately. You're in a beautiful cavern lit with a warm golden light, with gently falling magical snow coming from somewhere high up above you. Snow-tipped stalactites and stalagmites rise from the floor and descend from the ceiling, not necessarily in that order. Striped candy cane picket fences line a stone path which leads forwards to a small central square dominated by a giant winter mystery before splitting into four. The air smells like peppermint and cinnamon. Oh, this is just lovely. Above you, a green banner with silver lettering. And I would like to point out that stalagmites and stalactites are specifically on one or the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the name. Above you, a green banner with a silver lettering hangs between two stala- uh stones. Is it stalagmites? Yeah, G's on the ground. No, it, it literally, literally says between two stalat-dot-dot-dot-stones. <laughs> this banner is written in Gnomish. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> Does any do any of us speak gnomes gnomish? when you are sleeping? He gnomes when you're awake. What's that? <laughs> do you speak gnomish? I do not. I speak I elvish, common, druidic, and so sylvan. this is in an unknown language to us. <laughs> yeah. You're all just like, wonder what that fucking says. <laughs> At the end of the four short paths, you see three gingerbread houses and set in the center of the far wall, a tall stone archway within which the air has a shimmering water-like quality. They each have tiny signs next to them, which appear to be made from chocolate with 
iced gnomish writing on them, so you can't read fucking any of them. The audience might know gnomish. In an audio, they might read gnomish in an audio media. Well, <laughs> if the narrator tells them, they might put themselves in the headspace that they were reading the gnomish. Dear listener, we can see that the signs say uh, Santa's Cookie Lab, the Ho Ho Holding Cells. Santa's workshop portal, which is the big portal on the other side of the room, and the pain deer stables. We can't see any of it. No, you you guys just see you a might. bunch of houses. Oh, with, which like, way signs. should we go? I think we can eat those houses. There doesn't appear to be any movement from any of the buildings. I would like to go to the corner of a building and just start gnawing away with my big old rabbit teeth. Okay, what? Like, do you just want to go to the nearest one? So here, there is a map right here. We're coming in the bottom or the top? Yeah, bottom trying to get across to the top to the right because it's a singular building as you go to start gnawing on the side of this building you can hear what sounds like animals moving around inside it seems like it's a stable but you can definitely smell that there's animals living inside that doesn't stop me i'm chewing on the outside not the inside okay what the, what are the other what are you guys doing you just watching a corner of a house <laughs> what the fuck I am dancing around in the snow. I am looking up to see if- As you if... dance, there's like a cheery, like, winter miss music starting to play. Was this the place we were supposed to sleep I'm looking through? up. It's, you said there was just snow falling and there's stalactites and stalagmites. Is there any- The snow is falling. Is there any- Is there any view of the sky? No. You're inside a big cavern. It's magical snow okay. falling from okay. the ceiling. Okay, okay, okay. Is it falling directly from the ceiling or is there, like, cloud cover? We can't see. It's just uh, oh, it's just falling tides. directly from the ceiling. It's just okay. magically appearing and falling. Okay, just, just checking. How deep is it at our feet? I think five, six inches. Have to kind of like press into, but not too much that it's getting on your feet too much. As we press down on it, do we notice a flurry above us? Of no. Snow, like being pushed down and then through the ceiling. Again? <laughs> I, I get what you're going no for. Correlation, no correlation, causation no. there. Are you guys just you're just gonna let him eat this this place? And, yeah. Oh yeah, see, you're uh, dancing. I want to see what happens. I've never. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm eat making the whole thing. My, my argument. I'm, what I'm trying to do is like it's a gingerbread house, correct? Yes. So there are frosting seams. Yes. On the corners where they join. Yes. I'm going to eat the seam as high as I can from five feet down to two feet and then go to the next corner, repeat the process. Destabilize the gingerbread house by eating the seams. Okay. Why, we didn't knock the door. Thought we were here to fuck shit up. I mean, you're here to see how Santa makes his toys. Gonna make it without one less building, I guess. <laughs> well, that's really funny is if the temperature just really drops inside this snow globe and that your tongue got stuck to the corner of the wall. It's gingerbread. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not metal. It's like a, it's cold, isn't it? It's cold. We're in an icy stalagmite, stalactite, cold place. I think if it was that cold, it wouldn't be edible. Is is it edible? Uh, is it soft enough to eat? It's not frozen solid. It's gingerbread. That's yeah, <laughs> it's edible. Yeah. No, his he had a legitimate physics yeah. question. Yeah. If it was frozen, I had a physics question about how cold is this cold. frosted? Good point. You would how not cold be is able this? <laughs> how cold is this full size so, frosted in this fantastical no, world? I'm gonna let you do this because uh, you've just backed yourself into a corner here. <laughs> so yeah, you eat the structural integrity out of the corners of one of the walls on this building, and the wall falls outward with a loud thump. Because I am on the corner, though, I can yeah. dodge that. Oh, you can dodge like it. A That's giant fine. Rat. But you hear what? sounds like a deer caught in a bear trap, a symphony of them, and you are now faced with three reindeer that look like they might be rabid or have some sort of disease, and they are screaming and coming your way. It's time to roll for initiative. They're, the wall was the back of their pen? Yeah. Sort of thing? <laughs> they were asleep. Okay. Okay, I'm okay with that. How well is the rest of the building holding up without a supporting wall. Still got three walls. You just took the corner one down, didn't you? Yeah. 
The rest of the building's fine. You yeah. know gingerbread houses, they'll keep it together. Yeah, that one wall just boop fell out. I never gingerbreaded a house. You say that it's a thing you could just do. Well, like, just de-gingerbreaded ah, this one. Gingerbread. I'm at 25. Oh shit, yeah, I guess we gotta be rolling initiative. Oh no, I get something else. I saw it earlier. Where the shit did it go? Ooh. I'm at 28. Feel good about it. Feel good about because it. Because of my hair trigger, I add three to my initiative rolls. I hit 19. Got? 18. 18. All right. Okay. How tall are these gingerbread houses? Like 10 feet, like a normal house height. Okay. And then the Well, I mean, this one's a stable, so it's probably more like two stories. Well, story and a half. How big are these reindeer? Like 14, 15, somewhere in there. You ever seen a reindeer? Honestly, they're on pretty TV. Big. They're pretty big. I don't think I've ever actually seen an actual reindeer. Smaller than Maybe a horse. Maybe in the zoo one time. But not by a lot. So I was on the corner of this building, and the wall falls out. So I'm still on the corner, and the yeah. deer are still in the interior. I'm going to use a dash well, a run. I'm going to start running along the wall that I'm next to. Mm-hmm. One's still standing, and I'm going to use my bunny hop. Okay. Is this a... Uh, building like it's 14 feet up straight wall no yeah. side down ornaments or anything like that no no windows it's a simple gingerbread house well i mean there were windows but you didn't really care about windows i'm talking eat the fucking i'm corners. talking about this wall that i'm running alongside <laughs> no then yeah the bunny hop is just gonna add nine feet to my run down to the other corner so maxing out my walking speed it'd be like 40 feet 39 40 feet okay and that's it he's running away yeah Cannibalistic, rain, cannibalistic reindeers. I'm using them quick feet. My original plan was to hop up on the roof, but my hop failed. Didn't get enough feet. Okay. So we have some reindeer, and I'm dancing around in the snow. They might be cannibalistic reindeer. I heard the noise. I looked over. They look fucking angry. Or I ravenous. see some angry reindeer. They're wearing uh, leather jackets. Have the reindeer seen me? No, they look like they're going to be pursuing your rabbit friend. As you look over, you hear me shout, Sorry, guys, my bee. I dropped the ball on this one. I've just been making notes on rabbit behavior. Um, Very interesting. I am going to, can I just hide or just wait? <laughs> can I wait? I want to hold my turn. Okay. Hmm. Okay. You're going to wait to see what happens yeah. here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now now it's your turn. I'm going to step forward and I'm going to- Majestically. Quite majestically. Yeah. With a stride and- A little cape flourish. Actually, I nearly trip at one point on a stone that's hidden below the snow, but I try to just ride through that, <laughs> so you guys don't know. I'm going to try to- Actually, I don't know. I'm a druid, so I'm wondering, and I'm sickle of the moon, so I'm wondering if I can communicate with these directly, with these rabid, these- And try to talk them out of their craziness, and ask them what has been irking them so this morning. So, reindeer, I guess is that charisma? To be fair, they have a sure. reason to be irked. I just fucked up their house. Yeah, but I'm going to just pretend. I'm going to play dumb right now, okay. Rabbit. Okay. okay. I'm going to play okay. dumb. I'm going to pretend that I hey, didn't see them you damage so your mad? house. Yeah. I said, oh, good afternoon, reindeer. We have not yet been acquainted. I'm speaking to them right now, communicate telepathically, I guess. And, oh, straight uh, into their brains? Well, I guess so. <laughs> and I want to know what they say. I don't know if this is actually what I'm supposed to do. I think I'm just supposed to tame things, but this will, we'll do this. I think charisma, probably. Isn't there speak with animals? You're asking me to know my class you now. Have yeah, a spell. Yeah. Use your spells. Speak with animals. It is a first-level divination ritual. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but a minimum beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters, including whatever they can perceive or have perceived within the past day. You might be able to persuade a beast to perform a small favor for you at the DM's discretion. So yeah, it would be a spell. So you can talk to the reindeers, but only at the level of the reindeer's intelligence. Ten intelligence. They're fairly, they're average. 
intelligence. Yeah, so what did you? What do you want to say to him? Okay, I want to say, oh hello, Mr. Reindeer. Did you fuck our house up. What? Well, I do not believe. Did you fuck our house up? I do not believe we've had the opportunity to be acquainted before. Are you? Are you responsible for this? Responsible for what? The fucking wall fell down. Didn't you see that shit? Did your place used to have I'm more gonna walls? I'm gonna bite you. Are you? Did, did you? Did you used to have more walls than this? Yeah. Have you ever seen a house before? No. Like a house, you know, well, honestly, four walls? I see let's three. Play. Have you ever seen me before? Have you ever met me before? No, who the fuck are you? Why are you well, here? I have just met you. And I have come across this situation where I am meeting you. Okay. And you're telling me now you used to have an extra wall at this year house? You picked the wrong character to bluster towards. <laughs> Look, man, we live here and somebody messed up our house. We were asleep. You came, and you're the only one, like, we saw some sort of, like, rabbit thing, well, but, like, now not, you're talking to I us, I did so. not personally see your wall come down or know anyone who did the I wall did, fall. I did, I saw the wall come down. He turns and looks at you and goes, I never or, met them before either. Let's concentrate on this. Let's play this through, though. Why, ex you say you want a fourth wall. Why exactly do you need an extra wall? You have three walls, you have a roof, you have cover, and now easy access in and out. Well, I would see, have thought as reindeer such as yourself, you would have enjoyed such a wonderful experience. You see, it gets real cold in here. Like, you see that, that white shit falling from the sky? That happens eternally, forever. It's been happening since the dawn of time. Is your coke not working well? Look, man, I don't know what the fuck's going on around here. Everything's been fucked up for a while now. So either put my house back, I'm going to gore you, or get the fuck out of here. Oh, we can just go? I mean, yeah. I, I don't really <laughs> want to deal with you anymore. Okay. <laughs> I do hope that if you require another wall, that it gets replaced some point soon. And if I see the rabbit that took down your wall, I will tell him not to do such a crazy thing again. I mean, he's like right over there. <laughs> I'm stealthing hard. <laughs> you just phase it, bouncing in and out. Just bouncing across the scene. So you guys take off from there? Good day to you, reindeer. There's two more houses you haven't fucked with, but now you see faces in the windows at the houses, and they do not look friendly. I walk off and I go, well, they were nice chaps. <laughs> that worked according so, to plan. You've got some choices here. You can either go check these other houses out, fuck with those people, make a even more people angry at you. You can go through the portal to Santa's workshop, Let's go or find you can leave. The toys. How about we go for I the portal? The, toys. the object of our mission will be on the other side. The uh, toys, Crystal, the toys. Don't <laughs> squeeze Santa! the rabbit. I'm so excited to meet Santa, you guys. Uh, as you walk up to the portal, shimmering through the portal, you see that there is a large workshop contained in there. So as you go up, who who's going to be the first? Uh, I want to do a perception check on it. Okay. 19. It's a portal. It's bluish and shimmery and crackles with eldritch energy. I don't see any way to turn it on or off or affect it. It's just a portal. Does it look breakable? Yeah, I mean, on further inspection of this portal, it just seems like a pretty normal, you know, portal to another dimension. Possibly just another space. Have we confirmed that this is the only portal in and out of here? The door that you came in through collapsed, so yeah. You also have those snow globes that will instantly teleport you back. Is this the only door for the workshop? As far as you can tell. Is it still only a gnomish? What's, yeah, we what? don't. We can't we tell can't because we can't read it. So, is there any? Well, you can. Any no, but we know the, it's a portal. The, and we... the workshop through the portal. I'm gonna walk back and ask the reindeer if this is the way to Santa's workshop. Excuse me, Mr. Reindeer. One more thing. Is this the way to a guy named Santa? Does he have a workshop? Is this the way we have to go? It's not. Not the way. Well, now you're just in riddles. A guy formerly known as Santa. Look, I can't. I physically can't tell you directly. Because you don't know the answer or because you're being a dick? I'm unable to tell you. Okay, fair enough. 
I apologize for your inconvenience in you. I will be going now. I have been compelled. I say we go for it. Let's go and jump. I say... I do it. You just do it? Yeah. <laughs> I do uh, it, do it, do it. As you go to jump through the portal, you bounce off of the surface of it and fall back to Swing the ground. Swing and the nearest building is off to your left. You can see that the sign, while you can't read the sign, there is a big picture of a cookie and a big picture of a key. Ooh, cookie. <laughs> Let's go get some cookies, you guys. And I go that way towards the cookie. I can't imagine the rabbit follows you. So you as you about. walk up to this apparent cookie place, you see there's a table sitting out front. And on the table, there is a uh, piece of parchment with some words scrawled on it in common, since you guys don't speak gnomish. And sitting next to it is seven plates of cookies. There are tree cookies, star cookies, moon cookies, present cookies, Holly cookies, snowman cookies, and Santa hat cookies. Ooh, cookies! I pick up a tree one and I start eating it. Are you going to read the paper that's sitting there? Or are you just going to help yourself to some cookies too? I will read the parchment while I watch to see what happens to my two comrades here when they eat the cookies because I've never eaten a cookie before. Well, I'm, I'm not a little cookies. bit apprehensive. Okay, you're not. I'm randomly throwing things at the portal. Everything is bouncing off. So you just eat walls. The paper says... Two among our number are just plain tasty treats, but three of us will mess you up and knock you off your feet. Choose unless you wish uh -oh. to wait here forevermore. To help you in your choice, we give you these clues for. You haven't already eaten this one cookie, have you, yeah, Crystal? Yeah. I'm eating the tree cookie right now. There's a decent percentage <laughs> chance that's not a good thing. One, however slyly the bad ones tried to hide, you can always find one sitting on a plain cookie's left side. Two, there's a difference in those stood at either end, but when you're seeking to move forward, neither is your friend. Three, as you see clearly, they're all different shapes and sizes, but neither star nor moon are filled with bad surprises. <laughs> Uh-oh. Finally, the second left and the second on the right are twins once you taste them, though different at first sight. You said you were eating a tree cookie? Uh, she said a tree. That isn't a star or a moon, so you so think that that's if you want to go forward, end. you can't eat either end. So, as, you're, as you start herself. eating this cookie, you immediately fall down, and you lose 1d4 intelligence points. Oh, so you yeah. get stupider. Here, I got How it. are you going to manage that? Uh, It'd be like a minus. <laughs> you lose three intelligence points. So that's from an eight to a five. Yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. You're still only minus three. It's so a minus three now. Minus three? You'll be minus three on a roll. So you you lay on the ground and go, oh, bad cookie. Ooh, oh, no, not, you'll be minus two. Minus not, two, right? Still, you're not. Minus four would be. She's still at five, so that's minus two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, minus two? Yeah. Yeah. But don't lose any more, because if you eat another cookie, you might actually go into a. To, to unconscious. Uh -oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if your intelligence drops below zero, you probably effectively brain dead at that oh, point. Start doing crazy Comicos stuff like eating corners. So of yeah, uh, and that was a sound plan. So I guess we need to eat. It says if we want to go on, there was only three we could go on with, right? To say two or three cookies that we could go on with. There's only one that it will 
let you pass through the, the second portal. left and the second right is the snowman and the star. We already knew the star was okay. So the, the star and the snowman thing. must be the same. So, okay, so it's trying to say, so they're normal cookies. So the plain cookies are the star, the moon, and the snowman. And then the tree and the Santa hat are bad. And then so, but we still are left with the present and the holly. And then if we're trying to say the present and the holly are okay, Okay. Read the first clue again for me. You can always find a bad one sitting on a plain cookie's left side. I think it's the holly. Side. Yeah, because if the holly's the plain cookie. No, I think the snowman's the plain cookie, and the holly is to its then left would the side. Holly. Oh, no, I no, see, because it did, we, didn't clarify, yeah. we didn't clarify that it was the tree. It could be a different one. The tree was bad, for sure. Because I ate or, it. Yeah. It's the present or the holly. Which means the Santa hat is plain. Because they're different, but they both have bad outcomes. So if the tree is bad, then the Santa hat is a plain cookie. No, we know the tree is bad. You ate it, and it was on the end. And well, I know, so but we it know says, the ones on the outside are bad. Okay, but this clue number two is the other either ends don't get you what you want, but they're not the same. So if the tree is bad, then the other cookie has to be plain because you're not getting what you want, but it's not the same as the tree. I thought it was. So not. then it says. The plain cookie's left side is bad. But then the snowman, it says it's not bad. So I was just thinking the star and the I'm moon. So we know the star and the moon and the snowman are plain, right? I'm going to eat the present. So I said the one on the left side. You eat the, the present? One is yeah. Not bad, you fall down and you lose. Yeah, that was a bad one. Four intelligence points. Okay. So it is the holly. The holly is the one. The holly okay, is the one. Okay, I'll eat the holly. The Santa hat and the present you eat the and the holly? tree. Yep. That's the right you one. Fall down again. Oh shit! No! And you take <laughs> really one. Okay. Is one intelligence. So I mean, I, I, by the law of averages, now there's the star, the moon, and the snowman are the only ones we have left. <laughs> Just fucking process of elimination. This shit. Well, he said the star and the moon were plain. We shouldn't take them. No, out. I said neither the star and the moon are filled with bad surprises. But they're the that same. That just means no. It never said they were the same. same. It says they're not the same. But they never not said they weren't. They're the... just not bad. They're just not bad. Is all it says about. Them. Okay then. Well, I eat the star. <laughs> you guys have effectively avoided the two that it's told you are safe. I eat the star. It just tastes like a nice plain cookie. I then eat the moon. You feel like tingling in your belly. Oh, that's the best. And anyway. I mean, I should have gone for the moon. When I'm you look the at the now, when you look at the portal, you no longer see the blue shimmery portal. Okay. You see an opening to Santa's workshop. Uh, okay, it was the moon, guys. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was the moon. Well, I feel quite dumb. So you guys now want to enter into Santa's workshop now that you can see in there and uh, go? Now we're all stupid enough to go for it. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I imagine the two of you are just like, fuck yeah! Woo! <laughs> I grabbed the rest of the moon cookies. So as you enter into Santa's workshop, this room is huge. Unbelievably huge. It's a giant stone dome almost a half huge, mile. This guys. Almost a half mile in diameter. From halfway up the dome, the roof is enchanted to show stars and the aurora above. The same gentle golden light illuminates rows and rows of small stone altars, all pointed to a circular plinth which is raised up from the center of the room. At each altar, a gnome sits with a frozen smile on their face, staring blank-eyed towards the center. A wide aisle cuts a path through the endless concentric circles, leading from the portal behind you straight towards the center. A large silhouette is visible upon the plinth. It's back to you. It appears to be a very fat, very tall man, wearing a crown and large bulky robes. What would you like to do? I do not like this man. But I must say, his taste in interior decor is quite good. You can't see him quite yet? But you say he's wearing the robes and stuff. Yeah, you kind of just so make out his, his outline. He's looking like away his from us like a cool silhouette. guy. Santa! 
So as you yell out Santa, he immediately whips around and says, Ho, ho, ho! Hello, children! Wintermas is until tomorrow! What are you doing here? I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing here because I don't really like these cultural festivities. I prefer a natural appreciation of the natural world. So that's a good point. Should we turn around? Santa says, Why don't you children come to me and get some presents early? Presents! I run, so, I run. I heard none of that in awe of the Borealis on the ceiling. Yeah. I pull out my easel and I start painting. Start painting. And I pull out my notepad, looking at you, and start writing notes on you painting. As you run up to Santa, he locks eyes with you, and you feel an intrusive presence in your mind. Something isn't right about Santa, and you hear screams and reality lurches. Your very sanity is being attacked. I need you to roll a charisma save. She turns Carrie, we're in trouble. You are now under the control of Santa, and you immediately turn around and start running back towards your companions pulling your warhammer out getting ready to attack and we're gonna roll for initiative oh Oh, boy (laughs) (laughs) so crystal you run at running dolph and make a attack with your warhammer just a single attack what it was his what's your attack oh it was plus six (laughs) what was the damage it's a d10 yeah one d10 that's a 20 points of damage for you there, Adam. No saving throw? No, she just hits you with her warhammer. She just runs up and fucking clocks you one with it. If you uh, hold and allow me to go before Adam, you might might work. But you and I say, rabbit, she's been after you all along. Yeah, it's <laughs> now your turn though, Adam. Trying to look at a way I can get out of that. I'm not seeing anything. That hurt. How many hit points do you have? I'm at 18 of 38. Oh, okay, you're fine. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> Black-eyed rabbit. I'm going to take two steps back, take a hop. Okay. Which adds five steps, so that gets me out of swinging distance. Okay, and that's it? Yeah, that's it. That's all we got. As you do that, Santa raises a hand, and one of these gnomes that was sitting around starts to float up in the air and launches towards you, does a 22 hit. I'm assuming that it does, unless you have some sort of like dodge. I'm gonna use a key point and use a dodge. Okay, I don't remember how dodge works. It just says you can spend one key point to take the dodge action as a bonus action on your turn. That's all I have on here. Where's my key point? So there we go. When you take dodge action, you focus entirely on avoiding attacks. Till the start of your next turn, any attack roll made against you has disadvantage. Okay. If you can see the attacker, you make a dexterity saving throws with advantage. You lose this benefit if you're... Okay. So I got a disadvantage. That's a 21. So it still hits you, and you take eight points of damage. So the, the gnome just pierces into your side. And now you've got a gnome sticking out of you. Yeah, I'm almost dead, guys. Santa then laughs. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You came to the wrong neighborhood, motherfuckers. Uh, and now Yule, it is your turn. Christmas. Okay, I'm going to cast Entangle, which is I'm going to go down. I'm going to yeah do a quick circle. Move my a circle around myself with my quarterstaff that I pull from over my shoulder. And then I point over my left hand towards where I want the entangle to happen and then from there so there's a 20 foot square area which is immediately ensnares anyone in it and the entangle prevents movement 
unless they win on a strength saving throw. So they have to beat a strength saving throw. Is his sleigh around here somewhere? And that's uh, I'm aiming towards actually. So I'm trying to cap. So I don't know. I don't know how wide they were because it was 20 square feet. Yeah. 20 foot square. I'm actually aiming to make sure I catch on the edge that I catch our no, crystal crystal friend. You gotta make a strength She's in alley range of the rabbit, so. I, I got not to Warhammer from the rabbit. Oh, she did. <laughs> she just rips the fucking. Okay, what about uh, the rest of them? Is anyone else in that position? Like the gnome? Is the gnome in there? Well, I mean, the gnomes are all over the place. Gnomes sticking so out is of my there side. Yeah, yeah, the gnomes are the like basically unconscious, though. They're not attacking or anything like I that. I thought he was attacking him. No, he Santa threw, threw a gnome at him. He threw it at me, and it's stuck into my side. There's a gnome stuck in here. <laughs> I don't believe it's in his. Okay, well, well, the, well the ground is still. The ground is still. That area is still for a minute or two. Is still as weapons difficult terrain garden decoration gnome not human okay Animate. okay so then I, I move back i'm gonna use my because i just did my action i'm gonna move my my movement now i'm gonna move back mm -hmm. to the corner of the room about 25 feet i'm gonna sprint backwards or back i'm gonna backflip backwards crystal you the serious use some healing <laughs> make me a yeah, charisma saving throw have you ever played pokemon revenge <laughs> for all those 20s five no <laughs> You're rolling so good for things like attacking that don't matter. Your, your fellow players. You run over to Yule because he just cast that vine stuff and you had to break free of it and take a swing at him. Oh, that's a nat one. Uh, and just completely miss and end up falling at his feet. Santa closes the distance between himself and running D pretty quickly and puts his hands out and says, you're on the naughty list now. <laughs> and you feel, did you do any damage to Santa in that last? I didn't touch Santa. Okay, uh, you're like a little bit rejuvenated actually for three points of health. So you heal. From 10 to 13. And he looks confused and he's like, well, you're on the nice list for now, but watch your butt, mister. You attacked me for painting. As you say that, he pushes his belly out and he bumps you with his belly for, that is a 24. Yeah, that hits. And he does 20 points of damage and his belly uh, wobbles like a bowl full of jelly. I'm dead. Are you unconscious? You're not dead because you'd have to go past your HP minus. Yeah. You're unconscious, you're prone. I'm at negative seven. So oh, then, yeah, you're just, he you, he knocks you down and you're unconscious now. You are going to be making some death saving throws here in a minute, though. Right now, actually, go ahead and roll a d20. 13 flat. So that is a success. So you've got one success. But Yule, it is now your turn. I'm going to get down to one knee and I'm going to put my arms back behind myself and I'm going to look up towards the top of the cavern and then I'm going to wild shape into a polar bear. <laughs> Oh, Do you have a Coca-Cola in your hand? Are you saying that we got a Coca-Cola? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the end, guys. That was it. We win. We made we made a Coca-Cola advertisement. It did look like the Coca-Cola scene. <laughs> yeah, we got the Aurora going on. We got the little cup. Okay, is that all you can do on your turn? Is um, I, well, I shift, can move. I think I can move. Can now. you Okay, well, I'm going to ignore ignore her and go between Santa and Running Dolph. So I don't okay. know, can I intersect yeah. Santa? I mean, he's like standing above him, but yeah. Okay, I'm going to go and go attack. And get... I'm going to go, can I go and attack Santa? I'm going to go attack him and like kind of claw him, like punch him, trying to get him off there with my okay. mana. I'm a pretty big bear. Okay, roll an attack roll. Trying to maul Santa. This is not going very well. <laughs> oh, this is going to go better right now. That's a 22. Okay, so then I do one bite 
and then I hit him with claws. Four, so that's nine for the bite. Okay. And then I gotta do... Thirteen. Thirteen of the claws. So I slash him twice with the claws for thirteen. Okay. Is that looking nearly dead? He's looking pretty angry. He's not... He's not looking dead. Not looking too worse for wear. Oh, was he flashing no. like a boss? <laughs> like he rumbles with his ball full of jelly and then turns around and we got a game from behind. Crystal, make me a charisma saving throw. All right. We got to attack him in the sack. 17. Woo! You did it. You break free of Santa's control. All right. Now you have your, tier, your turn to do. Oh, I still get to do yeah. a turn? Okay, I am enraged. Santa's supposed to be a good guy. I open my fanny pack. And I take out a twisted teeth and I shotgun it and my muscles grow three sizes. And I run after Santa <laughs> and I attack him. Oh, for eight. And I miss, I assume. And I try again. I'm so angry. For a 16. Oh, I hit him. All right. Yeah. Damage. And then I try again. Ah, oh, 25. And, oh, yep. Oh, and I, for eight damage. You smash the shit out of Santa, and he doesn't seem to really be phased by it. Like, he takes the hits pretty hard, but stands right back up, and he looks you in the eye, and he goes, ho, 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 you're being such a naughty girl. No presents for you this year. He, I loved you, He Santa. twirls his cloak and disappears and reappears about 20 feet away from Whoa. from you. Whoa. <laughs> and he raises up a hand and two gnomes float up into the air and come flying towards you. Oh no. Missiles. And the first one misses and the second one, I'm assuming that a 25 hits. The second one lands and does 14 points of damage. And now you have a gnome sticking out of you. It's just friend. catatonic, just like frozen. <laughs> at this point, Santa clutches at his head and wobbles a bit and then lets go and says, who's ready to die? And he blasts out a ray of energy towards all of you. Has anybody damaged Santa in the last round? Yeah, we both did. Crystal did. I need you both to make a wisdom saving throw. I was just trying to paint a pretty picture. <laughs> You're just sitting there. You're fucking oh, out. Hang on, though. Right now I'm assaulted. a flipping bear. Right now I'm a bear. Okay. I have advantage on wisdom checks. Oh, only if they have, only if they relate You're to smell. You're gonna take eight points of damage. Does this relate to smell? No. Okay, I got a base wisdom there. That sucks. I smelled it. Would you roll? Would you roll? Good roll. It's not a good roll. You good, also take eight points of damage. It's not a good roll, DM. Santa says, "You've been so naughty. It hurts, doesn't it?" That was free. I'm gonna need you to make another death saving throw. Eighteen. Yep, you're good. Large bear man, it's your turn. I'm an animated bear now. I'm really animated. Warning people about forest fires and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, well. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to basically do the same thing again because that's what a polar bear does. I only have this slash. one move. So multi-attack him and try to bite him and then claw him. Okay. So I'm going to try to bite him. And I think I probably fail that. What's your roll? Hmm? What'd you roll? Okay, I get plus five to my hits on all of those. So it was eight, and this one's 14. Well, you, uh, neither of those hit. You can be a giant bear in someone's face, and you manage to fail <laughs> consistently well, to you, hit You them. jumped at him, and he and was I able swiped, to do dodge you pretty easily. And I try easily. to bite him and swipe, and I just miss miserably. So he I'm, does the Naruto fingers up like, you need more training, and zoop, zoop, zoop. And I just shake my head from side to side like, I'm a silly bear. Crystal, it's your turn. You are free to do what you want. I attack Santa very angry. with my rage. He's far away now. He's about 10 feet up in the air. Let's look up the stats for a javelin. 
okay. I shall javelin you, Santa, right up the derriere. Javelin, 1d6 piercing damage. Has a range of 30 feet. Well, has a range of 120, but 30 throw reliably. All right, I have four javelins. I throw one at him. 17. That hits. So how big is your average javelin? 10, 11 feet? No, like eight feet at most. Even that, that's Nine three feet taller damage. than the dwarf. Does anything happen? Does he come down? Your javelin makes solid contact with Santa, and he yells out in pain. Okay, throw another javelin. <laughs> I had a feeling. For 19. Uh, that hits. How many javelins do you have? She I said four. I have four. Oh, shit. Okay. Don't you oh, just we have four discussing? <laughs> oh, is it just one move? 12 damage. Okay. So uh, now he's got another javelin sticking out of him, Question and he lets out a, another yell. He doesn't fall down? Nope. Still floating 14. There. It does not hit. Okay. Misses that it. Two out of three, though. Hey, Santa, looks like you're full of ho-ho-ho-holes. <laughs> Is his movement limited at all because he has two javelins hanging out of him? Yes, because he falls to the ground, the crown falling oh. from his, his <laughs> temple. The gnomes surrounding all of you suddenly stop. Their eyes no longer blink, and a cheer goes up around the room. They begin to rush towards all of you, and they don't get very far. A ringing, shrieking, metallic sound echoes from the spot where Santa fell. It almost deafens you. It's the sound of a giant suit of plate armor being torn in half by a hundred pairs of metal claws. The air seems to twist and shatter in front of you. This is all wrong. The gnomes look panicked and begin running to the far walls. A ripple of shouts and conversation passes rapidly between them. You catch three words over the noise. He is here. A writhing monstrosity unravels itself from the fallen crown. Mech its Santa. form a hard to distinguish all black smoke and boiling flesh. It bends space and light as you look at it, shifting in and out of focus like an optical illusion. At one moment, it appears to be made of tentacles, then a screaming face, then a grotesque cluster of eyes and sinew. It's somehow all around you whilst occupying a space in front of you. It is utterly terrifying. Its voice sounds like a raspy whisper in your ear, but hurts as if it were shouting. You have interrupted the plan. We prepare for my arrival in this world. I see your thoughts. We are not so different. Join me and I will spare you. Wear the crown. Wield power over all minds. The monstrosity shifts and appears to be closer to you. What would you like to do? Are you talking to somebody specifically or just anyone? Anybody. All of you have heard this in, uh, this has woken you up too. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a- Okay. Yeah, you you got at least a couple successful ones. We'll, we'll let you come back for this. But yeah, he is offering someone the crown, or you can attack it, or you can try to. Ex- There's not really an escape anymore. Sorry. Or you could just snow globe the fuck out of there. Yeah, does anyone have an earthquake type of thing? I feel like we could shake this globe hard enough, we can crack the whole system. I'm out. What do you mean you're out? You're you're locked in a room. Oh, I got a snow globe running. Dolph is dipping the fuck out. You just fucking take off. You're like, I got the information we needed. This this venture has not worked out well for I'm me. Pretty sure it's we killed Santa. <laughs> so yeah, smash. Peace. I'm out later. Gonna go get paid. Crystal, you've now realized that you probably killed Santa and have released this unknowable crazy entity. Although I don't know how much you understand it with how stupid you are at the moment. <laughs> 
very stupid. <laughs> I'm just staring dumbfounded right now, trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Yule, one of your teammates has abandoned you. Mm-hmm. One of your teammates is just dumb. What do you do? Even as a druid, I suddenly have a slight less liking for rabbits. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker, ran off on me. You are not a team player. Okay, I'm going to actually use my quarter staff. I'm going to quickly pole vault forward if I can. You're still a bear, right? Well, no. <laughs> you shift back. I wasn't going to be a bear at that point, but I'll, you know what? I am still a bear. So, okay. That's what I... This is so distressing that you forget so, that so you're that's, a bear. That's what I ima- yeah, that's what I imagine doing in my head if I was in my other form and then realize I'm not. Are you are you attacking this thing? Are you um, just jumping over? Well, it? initially, I guess I just do like a polar bear turd out of fear, and then <laughs> I. Do you know how big a polar bear turd? So you do a polar bear turd, and then I <laughs> I run forward towards this monstrosity to attack it, and then I bite down as hard, jump down and bite down as hard as I can on the crown that is on the floor. Okay. Well, you're not really taking the offer per se, but you are touching the crown. I don't know if... I'm trying to destroy the crown. The one crown The one crown to rule them all. Oh, Clearly. yeah. As you pick up the crown, I'm going to need you to make a... I don't pick it up. I'm trying to bite. I'm trying to destroy it. You touched it. Oh, you're trying to... I'm trying to break it. Okay. I want to break the dark magic in this crown. Well, it is a magic item, and you need to use, like, what is it, like, remove curse before you can destroy a magic item. So you bite down real hard yeah, on it, I'm and I'm going to need teeth. you to make a, a charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw? Yep. For a bear? Yep. You bit down on a cursed oh. object. This is one char- charismatic effing bear. <laughs> What'd she roll? <laughs> I rolled an 18 when I got a some kind of modifier. Surely he's got some charisma, even as a bear. I mean, the 18 already puts you in safe territory. Oh, okay. Uh, you... Actually, I'm minus two to that 18, so it's 16. You feel... 16 charisma. Well, yeah. You feel this thing's like tentacles start to work its way into your brain but oh, no. you're as you're in your bear form your bear instincts get you to let go of it and shake okay, it that out wasn't nice that wasn't nice yeah it wasn't a nice but feeling. that was not a f- good feeling <laughs> yeah okay that's not cool even for a polar bear eat some snow get rid of that flavor can i suggest getting the fuck out of here my move is i look at the crown and I see it sparkle. Oh, and then no. it looks back at me, and you see a twinkle in my eye. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> and that's it. Are you and dead? I continue to stand there looking dumbfounded. One moment of temptation. <laughs> this is my <laughs> Your <hell>. only clue. <laughs> like, where are we going with this? Okay, I run over, as in my bear form, towards you, okay? As I just get really close, I exit my bear form, like mid-stride. And then... It would be mid-lope. Whatever. Shut up. (laughs) Anyways. And then I grab my backpack, which is the other direction, but okay. Yeah, I somehow get the backpack, and then (laughs) I get my snow globe out of it, and I put my hand on your shoulder, and I say, join me? I don't know. (laughs) Question. Technical question. Join me or die. Do the snow globes work that way? Can you bring someone with you, or is it just one globe, one person? No, it's just one we globe, each one got person. Our own globe. So you just dis- you just disappear that's, and that's she's there I was by herself. Hey, <laughs> you teleport back and you see Running Dolph sitting there, uh, getting patched up, and he's <laughs> talking to the Happy Joy. Okay, yeah. So I I drop I just drop the snow globe on the floor. Yeah, Crystal. You're all alone with this entity and this cursed crown. What are you gonna do? I. Again, look at the crown. 
and the crown twinkles. And there's a twinkle in my eye, and I step towards the crown. Are you going to go accept the crown? Yeah. So... Yule and Running D, you guys are getting paid. Uh, getting paid by Mr. Happy Joy, and you hear a noise behind you. As you turn, you see that Crystal has teleported in with her snow globe, and she's wearing the crown, and she's got like black energy emanating out of her eyes. And she says, You guys shouldn't have left this one with me. <laughs> Possessed Crystal then goes on to wipe the face of the planet of any and all intelligent life until they're the only thing left. (laughs) 